Hello, once again, everybody. I am Timothy Savers. This is The Heat Index, and this is episode seven featuring Hunter Mouton. I am so super excited for all the support and all of the listens and all of the feedback, and I hope you continue to listen and continue to share and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, or go to theheatindex.buzzsprout.com, or for you Victor Stream users out there, you can just go to the podcast option and search for The Heat Index, and it'll pop right up, and you'll get to listen on the go, and however you consume, I'm just super happy you are consuming. Um, I, I just want to touch on one thing. We got some news overnight of a 6.1 magnitude earthquake hitting the coast of Taiwan, and although there have been no reports of any significant damage or any injuries or deaths, uh, keep them in your prayers because they are a big part of our beatball family. And anytime something tragic like that happens in the world, we should really be mindful of how lucky we are that those things don't always happen to us. And, uh, and when they do, uh, when something like that does happen to us, there are, uh, ton there's tons of support out there. Um, not only in, uh, home, but abroad. Um, so our thoughts and prayers are with uh, those in Taiwan. And uh, any any updates we can give, you can uh, certainly find that in uh, NBBA Public Relations um, or by contacting uh, any of the uh, board members. Uh, this news was brought to my attention by uh, Secretary Stephen Garris. So um, thanks, Steve, for sending that along. And um, we will send our prayers and thoughts along. This uh, episode is being recorded on the weekend of the Super Bowl. The interview itself was recorded on Saturday, February 3rd. Hunter gives his predictions and his thoughts on the game, and I'll let you listen to those yourself. I've been trying to convince myself all week that it'll be a close game, and I said in the interview that it was 30-21 to 21 would be my prediction. Uh, my official prediction is 30-24 Patriots. Uh, I think whoever gets to 30 wins this game. And uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. This will be uploaded shortly after the game, so I'm on the record. I can't take it back. But anyways, this is a Beat Baseball pro podcast, but this is my podcast. This is our podcast, and it doesn't have to just be, be uh, all about beatball. Uh, we will obviously cover the uh, beatball and the goings-ons around the league and our team uh, every episode. But after I've gotten to know everybody on an uh, intimate level uh, via interviewing in that platform I, I intend to have my teammates and my heat brothers and sisters on just to shoot the breeze and talk about whatever we want to talk about so bear with us and uh please keep listening and keep supporting for now i'm going to get to the uh to the to the meat and potatoes of the heat index we're going to talk to hunter mouton about his brief career in, in beat baseball and his, his experience with the heat and that all begins right now Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome into the Heat Index. Once again, I am Timothy Cyphers. This has been so much fun. I got a great guest joining me tonight. It's my teammate, my Heat brother, Hunter Mouton. Did I say that right, Hunter? Yeah, you said it right. All right. What's up, Hunter? How's your offseason going? Pretty good. Dude, it's Pretty like, good. uh, 
It's like 10 degrees up here. You guys got some snow earlier this winter, right? Uh, tw twice. Twice, wow. So, we're gonna get, I'm gonna get right into a heavy hitting question right here. Uh, it's Saturday, it's, the, it's February 3rd, it's the night before the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52. Who are you rooting for? Being a Cowboys fan, as much as it pains me to have to go for the Eagles, I would rather go for the Eagles than see the Patriots win. Now, you're not alone there. I've heard uh, a couple of our teammates say the same thing. Why, why is it so hard for you to root uh, for the Patriots? I don't know. It's hard to put into words. <laughs> well, do you mean uh, clean words? Huh? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. yeah I, I figured. Um, does it have to do with the the winning or the cheating or Bill Belichick being a dingus? Cheating's part of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did it. If you want to hear me, if you want to hear a Patriots fan say that, we did it. You're the only Patriots fan I've ever heard admit that out loud. Mm-hmm. There's more and more of us do admitting it now, but you know, we're a bunch of yahoos, man. It's like. That comes with, you know, just like the hatred comes with the winning, you also get bandwagoners, you get morons, you know what I mean? Like, I'm objective, I hang out with objective fans. We know we did it. The thing is, like, every team does something, you know what I mean? But you don't want to hear that right now. So you're no. <laughs> a Cowboys yeah, fan rooting for the Eagles. Does that hurt? Yeah, dude, it hurts pretty bad, actually. Uh, Hunter, how old are you? 30. 30. So you've grown up a lifelong Cowboys fan. Um, I was originally an Oilers fan until they got sold out to to the uh, Tennessee, and then I went for the uh, Cowboys because they were the only other team in Texas. All right. So I've been a Cowboys fan since the Oilers went to Tennessee. Do you follow or root for the uh, the Texans? No, not at all. No, it's just not for you. You're you're just the Cowboys now. Okay. Cowboys fan, yeah. Um, well, you know what? With with Zeke not getting suspended again next year, hopefully, uh, you guys will be right back. <laughs> no, I'm not even trolling. I'm saying like you guys will be right back in the in the uh, in the conversation. You know, with a with a full full lineup and uh, another experience, another year of experience for Dak. Um, sure. What? A, give me give me a prediction um, and a final score for tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's go 27, no, 27-30 Eagles. You got the Eagles winning by three, huh? Yep. Wow. So I think whoever gets the 30 wins the game too. So I got 30-21 Patriots, but, uh, you know, that, that, there's a little homerism in there, but I'm trying to be a – I've been trying to convince myself to be a game. I just don't believe in false, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> you know, who knows? It's, I'm, I'm excited, I'm, and I know you guys are too, you know, uh, being from the football factory that is Texas. Um, you just completed your second season with the Heat, right? Correct. And uh, – what? No, 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 first. Oh, it's your first season? With, with the with the Heat, I know I know uh, we'll get back to your history, but that was your first season with the Heat. I, mine too. <laughs> yeah. How was it, man? I mean, did you enjoy it? Oh, immensely. 
It was great. I mean, you definitely, like, from what I know of you, you know, whether it's social media or our time in, in Florida, you've definitely jumped in um, head first, and, and, you know, you seem to bleed heat, heat blood right now. Oh, yeah, I mean, my team, my brothers. You're close with a lot of the boys. Um, did you know any of them beforehand, or, or did you become friends uh, with them? Just Ja'Cory. Oh, you knew Ja'Cory? Right. Yeah, we met up at Sam Houston. We both went to college up there. That's awesome. But you get you, but you've gotten close with a couple of the couple, you know, everyone. But I mean, you, I think you hang out with some of the players. Uh, yeah, the ones in Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Um, yeah, we got a tight knit group. Uh, I I, uh, I noticed that right away. In uh, in West Palm. Close, we're Houston. Everybody hates us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what in the league? I mean, in, yeah. And in general, in the world, everybody hates Houston, so we got to band together and stay strong. Yeah, man. I I, I don't know why, because you guys are so nice, man. I, lo- I love it. I love the culture down here. What what stood out to you when you joined the team and, and joined the program and, you know, started going to practices and stuff? What what are some of the things that stood out to you? Uh, the, the camaraderie and the fact that it was a sport that I could participate in without having to see what I was doing. And that we compete on a competitive level and travel to other states. It's really cool, man. Right? Like, yeah. uh, ha- have you always been vision impaired? Since the age of five. Since the age of five. What happened? Yeah. If you don't mind. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, it was genetics. Both my parents were carriers with a specific gene, and once they met, it was a fifty-fifty chance. And. Is it? It's progressive, correct? Um, it got worse steadily over the years. And you stay? You stable or? Um, yeah, I'm, I just have light perception now. Jesus, man. Um, so growing up, you were you athletic? Were you able to play competitive sports or not until baseball? I was I was a wrestler in high school. In oh, where? Hmm. That's awesome. Uh, and what did that like? That's um, you know, that's an individual. Well, it's a team sport, but you're it, it's an individual. It's an individual uh, con- team sport. Right. It's like uh, unique in that way. Um, right. What did you learn from that? You did that in high school. Um, I did it. I started in seventh grade in club, and then once I was too old to wrestle in club, I wrestled in high school. Yes. Actually, we didn't have it in my district. I had to go in front of the school board and convince them to implement it to the club program so I could have a sport to participate in in high school. And was that a battle, or or was it was it pretty? No, uh, no it wasn't a battle at all. No, it they accommodated all. I just went. Me and my dad and my coach spoke in front of the school board, and then we um, each high school voted for it. And then the next year, they put it in the high schools. So you might have made change for for future vision impaired athletes in that in that school. Not just vision impaired. I mean, any athlete that wants to step on the mat and get dirty. Oh, right, because they didn't have the program. The, there was no wrestling program at that school. At all in the whole district. Oh, so you made change for some uh, for some wrestlers, huh? Yep. Oh man, that's awesome. That's the type of stuff I like to hear. 
Because, I mean, that, that, build, that builds confidence not only for you but for uh, other athletes growing up. So that's, that's trailblazing, man. That's what I like to hear. Um, so what got what, – what, now, I know you, you gave Beat Baseball a try several years ago. Can you take me through that experience and, and why uh, it wasn't the time or what you gained from it? What do you remember about that? You mean my, my very first year of Beat Baseball back in the day? Yes. Uh, well, I, when I was in when I was 18, it was great. I just went away to college, didn't have the time to pursue it until <clears throat> actually until I met Jacor in college, and he talked me back into rejoining up with the baseball team. Who was it? What was the program? To um, I rejoined with Dallas, the Roadrunners, originally when I when I joined back up with the league. Are they still in existence? Is that Lone Star or or what is that? The Roadrunners up in Dallas. They go by the Lone Star Roadrunners, right? Yeah. And we'll be I, I think we'll be playing playing against them in a couple tournaments. Right. Yeah, I played with them for a year, then I moved back to Houston, and that's when I rejoined the uh, the Heat. <laughs> oh, so you moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what got so Jacory was instrumental in getting you back into beat baseball. Correct. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even have thought about it again. And you're happy you did? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's a great sport. I love everybody in it. I'm going to do it as long as I can. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, you were one of the first people when I uh, when I had come to an agreement with Coach uh, JC and, and Tanner was um, – was instrumental in my my recruitment to the team, and uh, you were one of the first people that reached out to me, so that meant a lot. And, um, was I? That's awesome. You and Lee, yeah, you and Lee were were the chief among the the welcoming committee, so to speak. <laughs> and you know, I mean, it was it was you know social media and stuff, but that's what you got to do when you when you live two thousand miles away. Right. Now. It, last year, tell me about some highlights because you know I only played in the one tournament, the World Series. Uh, so you don't have to keep it to that. But like, whether it was practice, whether it was an off the field um, event or whatever, like, t- give me some, give me an example of something that really solidified that you wanted to do this and you were having fun. That's kind of hard to pick out because I I love every I love all of it. Busting my ass at practice, hanging out with the team at <clears throat> at the tournaments and at the team party we had after the season, going to the World Series. Just, there's there's nothing about it that I don't like. It's really hard to pick out one specific thing that stands out. When um, so when we were in West Palm, what was a defining moment for the team at, or or you individually I mean I, I'm trying to I'm just trying to paint a picture for the listeners as far as like what we did and even what even for me what I didn't get to experience because I wasn't there for the whole season uh, for the team I'd say it was at the World Series whenever we held uh, Taiwan down to very low scoring Oh, that's awesome. So, like, even in defeat, we, we impressed ourselves enough to realize, I mean, we were, we were deflated in, sen- in, in the sense that, like, we wanted to win and we were right there. But the fact that we, we hung and we could, uh, we could hold them to, I don't know, I mean, I think they scored 14 runs, right? 
Yeah, I don't remember the exact score, but I, we, it was just great because we proved that we weren't just an offensive team, that we could actually get down and play some defense. Heck yeah, man. Um, so tell me about the, the culture as far as, like, so we say the Our Father, and then Fonzie does the the kind of the hype-up chant, which is, you know, Bayou City, what time? i got to get some recording of that because I'm not going to do it justice. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, those, <laughs> those types of things. You know, I went from a team that was very, very loud uh, to a team that, the two team that got hyped, but then got down to business. And uh, right. what what, is, what does that tell you about the culture we got here? That uh, we care more about uh, getting down to business and actually being cheerleaders on the sideline. Woo! Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, do you know anything about that that chant that um, that chant uh, that that I'm gonna call it a hype up like? I want to know. I want to know about the history of that. Do you know anything, or, or am I gonna have to do some investigating? Well, uh, wait, I'm sorry, my phone beeped. What did you say? So you know, like how Fonzie, um, you know, he 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 hypes us up. You know, by your city, what time? You know, it's time to represent. All that. Um, is that a Houston thing? Is that just something that predates our ten years there? Or is there anything you know about that? Because it it's so much fun. I have no idea the origin of that, and that's not a Houston thing. I think it's just something that uh, Fonzie came with. Uh, he'd have to ask someone that's been around longer than I have. I will. Tell me about Fonzie, man. He's he's such a good pitcher and, and just a cool dude. Tell me about your relationship with him. Oh, I mean, he pretty much just nailed it all in the head. He's a great guy. He's uh, always joking, fun to be around. He's uh, been, on, been on the team 27 years. It's crazy that he's hugging that long. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. That's crazy. But he is the best pitcher in the league. And uh, he's just a great guy. I mean, what else can you say? Yeah, man. I roomed with him and uh, got to know him. You know, it's funny. I've heard about him for my four years in the league. Like, I've heard about the guy. And, like, Pete, I had a teammate, JJ, in Boston. He He would talk about, like, this midnight pitching thing and, like, just – you know, or batting practice or whatever, and, like, people wanted to – people want to hit off of Fonzie because that's how good he is. And then I, you know, so I've, I heard about his mystique and stuff, but then I got to meet him and, like, actually kick it with him. And, uh, God, he's just so chill, man. He's just such a good dude, down to earth, grounded, man. Like, we're we're so lucky. Um, Talk about the impact the uh, – the volunteers have on us, not just the pitch, not just the on-the-field volunteers, but just the whole sighted volunteer aspect to our sport and our program. The impact? I mean, the uh, sighted volunteers are just as important as, as the blind athletes. I mean, if we didn't have people, volunteers to spot or catch or pitch or guys where we need to go, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be the same sport that we're playing today. Yeah, they're essential. They're essential to what we do. Correct. Yeah, man. Um, so, what do you do in your uh, in your off time? Like, how how do you how does Hunter spend uh, spend his off season and his in his weeks? Um, you know, his days between practices. Like, what do you what do you do for fun? What do you do for work? That type of thing. I want to know about Hunter. <laughs> um, for work, I am a health insurance agent. And uh, for fun, 
work out, watch football, hang out with friends. Just a typical, you know, young bachelor, right? Right. Man, I saw you down in in uh, Florida, man. I, I I know you got some uh, you got some skills, man. I I, I know that I saw what you did down there. And I'm not getting you in trouble. You didn't do anything that you weren't supposed to. I'm just talking about, you know, you got the the gift of gab for sure. Yes, I do. Sometimes it's a curse. <laughs> I'm not going to get you in trouble with your family, man. Don't worry. Uh, maybe they don't listen to that part. Um, oh, boy. So, Tom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some names. Uh, and I want you to tell me about their impact on you. As brief as your, you know, tenure has been, you, they, they assimilate us so quickly. They, they, they make us feel such a part of our, like, right away. And um, whether it's an on the field impact or off the field impact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some names out there, and you tell me, you know, a quick, quick blurb about them. I'm gonna start with, uh, is that cool? Hey, that's cool. All right, I'm gonna start with. Uh, my third ever guest on the Heat Index, and his name is Lee, Lee Rod Rodriguez. Lee Rodriguez. What can you say about him? He's a, he's a great ball player. He's a great friend. And uh, he's always got your back. Yeah, man, if there's someone I can model my, my uh, you know, work ethic behind or family... Uh, oriented uh, mindset, uh, you know, behind, uh, like based the model on, I mean, he would be one of them. Um, the first ever guest on the Heat Index, Mr. Joseph Fleeks. Tell me about Joe Fleeks. <laughs> Joe, that's my boy right there. He is a fun-loving, down-to-earth dude who will give you the shirt off the back. Not to mention he kicked all of our asses in fantasy football this year. Yes, my God, he yes he did. <laughs> the guy who didn't even draft his own team. Oh, I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, he slept through it, and you know he made some moves though throughout the year, and he kept up on it. But uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did way too good. He, he did. He, he did the equivalent of taking steroids in football. Oh my goodness! I know we we gotta we gotta we gotta get the uh, fantasy uh, urinalysis going on. <laughs> Speaking of fantasy football, you gonna do it again next year? Oh for sure. Oh yeah, dude! It was a blast. We'll we'll, we'll tweak some of the rules too because you know it was a learning learning process. But um, all right. So how about Ashley Tillery? She is a, a big part of the team. Without her, we wouldn't. Half the time, get where we need to go, and we wouldn't have a good, uh, great spotter. Michael Garrett. Michael Garrett. He is. <laughs> he's a troublemaker. No, I'm just kidding. He's, uh, <laughs> he's always there with a quick, with a quick, quick word to pick you up. He's uh He's our team pastor. He's our scorekeeper. He's uh He's whatever you need to be. Great guy. Yeah, man, I want to get to know him uh, a lot more than I, you know, than I do. And uh, you know, you guys speak so highly of him. He's uh, obviously a legend in the program, and um, you know, we're lucky to have him. Um, For sure. Uh, 
here's here's a, here's one. This one this one's gonna be good because I want him to hear it. Jerlaine Carter. Uh yes, yeah, I was waiting for you to say that one. I knew you was coming. <laughs> <laughs> JC is a uh, selfless, shit talking, great coach that uh, gives up all this time and he uh, he gives us more than we give back, which we need to change up. But he's a great dude, and we would be lost without him. You know, man. I uh, so I've had. Lots of coaches, meaning, you know, not just head coaches, but, like, you know, yeah, just coaching staff, uh, you know, whether it was at the Renegades or, or the volunteers we had and coaching staff we have here in, in, in Bay City. Um, Jolene, I mean, just being, being uh, such a young man and carrying himself in such a mature way and, and yeah, he, he busts, our, busts our balls, I mean, but he 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 get he 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 wants the best for us. That was made clear to me last year. Like he wants us to do well, and I think you used a perfect word, which was selfless. And uh, you know, JC means a lot to me. He checks in on me, you know, and um, he makes sure my head is on straight because that's always a concern with Timmy. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I just it means a lot to me to have a lot of you guys do that, and it's the culture that you guys have developed down there. Uh, what are you working on in your game so you can, um, you know, so you can break through and just to, you know, adapt and and uh, what 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 are the types of things that you want to work on so that, you know, you can be the best deep ball player that you can be. I need to work on waiting a little bit to get down in the outfield. I need to look okay. at the ball a little bit more. I need to work on my swing a little bit more. More I need to work on swinging and stepping simultaneously instead of one after the other. And I need to work on getting out of the batter's box a lot faster. Wow. So you got, you know you know what you want to do. And uh, I found it in, I find it interesting you went defense first. You know, I mean, you, you, <laughs> they probably all mean uh, just as much to you to work on. But, you you know, it's uh, it's no coincidence you went defense first. So I think that's where we are as a team. We know we can hit. And, uh, you know, that's what I've been – you know, I got to get some balls, but I mean, I'm I'm working on even just just a stance every once in a while. It's hard to get out with all this snow on the ground up here, but yeah, but, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, even just getting low, you know, and working on that core strength, so not only can I uh, hit the ball far, but like I can be light on my feet when I'm on the, when I'm in the field. You know, man, I got my first put out this year. Um, are you still waiting to get a defensive put out? Well, okay. In the World Series, yeah. But no, but out of tournament. I mean, uh, out of World Series. In another tournament, you have. I got a. I got to put out in the Dallas tournament last year. Yeah, dude, that counts. That's that's in that's in season play. So, for me, like, um, yeah, that count, dude. I count all of my at bats when it comes to like as long <laughs> as it's, seriously, as long as it's in competition. Um, so. How was that feeling? Because for me, it was it was so uh, it was like a weight had been lifted. It was a great feeling because it was the first put out I got. <laughs> yeah, very good. Got a rush. Right, man. It's it's wild. Like you work so hard and and you want to be a part. Of, you know, you wanna you wanna I don't know, like pull your weight. I guess I don't know. Maybe that's that's a maybe that's not the best way of putting it. But you want to contribute. There we go. And. um so when I did that, man, I was like, oh, God, it's been a long time coming. You know, and, um, yeah, it was a special feeling. And it's, uh, 
you know, it's something I can't wait to be a part of, uh, you know, when when you break through this season, because I know you got because I know you work hard. Right. You know, so that's going to it felt especially good when I got that put out because it was against the the Dallas team. I was on where I didn't get any put outs. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that's so rad, dude. I mean that it's uh and you have no you have no um uh hesitation pointing that out. I mean because it's not about you know it's not about them. It's just you know it's just there's a human aspect to that. That's awesome. Right. Good for you, dude. Um. <clears throat> So what can we do as a team? Uh, you know, you've alluded to it a little bit already, but what do we need to do as a team, um, whether it's on the field, off the field, in between our heads, like in between our ears, like what do we need to do to get to that next level? Because we, you know, we got some work to do for sure. Most of the work we need to do, I would say, would be our defensive work. But I think we should also – we also need to give <clears> – <throat> more together as a team out, outside the field since we don't have as many tournaments as they do up north where they're maybe bombing a little bit better and they have a little more. So that means they're closer when they're on the field. Maybe we need to get more. We need to have some off-field stuff to get a little bit closer that way. You know, um, well said, man. You know, something that jumped out to me, you, you said up north and just, uh, you know, bonding and stuff. I don't know what made me think of, you know, maybe that's what made me think of, um, like, someone like John Parker. You know, like, we get a, you know, we, you and I were a couple of, you know, you went more than me, but a couple of the times we'd meet up with them, like, real early on game day. And, uh, because mm-hmm. that guy's got a wealth of knowledge. So I think my point is, like, someone like him, someone like, you know, Dow Miner, someone like, you know, Seth Clark, those people that got all the wealth, like the wealth of knowledge and the experience in the game. We need to, we need to, we need to be sponges, right? And like take everything we can from them and apply it to the field and to on the field and even off the field. Yep. So uh, what's coming, what's coming up for the, for the, for the heat the, you know, I know that there's a casino trip. Do you know anything about that? It's on March 3rd. March third. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what's that? What's that entail? You guys just, you know, raise money and go to a casino? Uh, yeah, that's about all I know. This is my first trip, so all I know is the yeah, casino trip to raise money for the for the team. Okay. Okay. Um, what is your family? How does your family, um, like your parents and stuff, how do they feel about beat baseball? Are they happy that you uh, you found a sport to get a competitive outlet? Yeah, they're happy because they know how com- how competitive I am, how much I miss sports. Yeah, man. No, it's great to to you know. Have they gotten to see you play? No, because we don't have any tournaments in Houston. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, Texas is huge. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I've never, I've never. So the one dude, you're never going to get this, like the one tournament we had up here in Boston when I was with the Renegades, it was like one of the legs of the Beast of the East, and uh, I was freaking suspended. Can you believe that? It's like this comes around like once every few years, and like you never know how long my family is going to be around. Like you never know, you know, you're not promised tomorrow he dude suspends me. But whatever, that's sour grapes. I don't care. That's it. So I want to, yeah, you know, and speaking of that, like my transition to the team from that from that program to this program was made so seamless uh, because of people like you. And uh, you know, I don't mean to be too sappy, but you, I think you know by now, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, <laughs> it's a staple of mine. Um, 
No, but ser- you know, in all seriousness, like it's just been so easy. You were, you know, in fact, one of the first people to reach out to me, and you know, because you had the means to, uh, partially, but also because that's who you are. Uh, so I thank you for that. You're really a next level teammate, man. You were, you were fun to be around. You were fun to play with, go to war with, and uh, you know, I, I just, you know, the whole team is just, you know, I'm happy to be where I'm at. You know, I can see myself playing an entire career in this program because that's how that's how like loving and caring and uh, how much camaraderie there is and um, you know I know you feel the same way so um, you know I would just say that 2017 was not our year to win a championship but it was our year to grow as a team mold and uh, figure out what we need to do better and um, I think 2018 is loaded with potential Um, I'm excited to get to work and I'm excited to uh, you know, start playing. We're about two months away, you know, uh, yeah, three months away, three months away from our first tournament. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I, uh, I want to give you the floor for a couple, uh, a couple last words. Um, whatever you want to say to anybody about anything. I was just going to say in response to what you're saying, be on the team for life. I was going to say brothers for life, heat nation. (laughs) Heat nation, (laughs) baby. This year. I want a ring so bad, man. I never won anything, you know, and and uh, it's not even about individual accolades for me, although, you know, I, I got individual goals, but my main goal is helping you guys win because you guys helped me get out of a bad situation in life. So um, Heat Nation for sure, Brothers for Life, I, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I love you guys. I love you. And, um, yeah, man, enjoy the hell out of the game tomorrow, and thank you for doing this for me. Third, I'll be calling you whenever the Eagles beat the Patriots. Oh God, call me either way. You know, otherwise there's no fun in that. Right. <laughs> so, uh, listen, Hunter, thank you so much. Um, keep keep busting your ass. Keep keep working hard. Keep staying out of trouble. And uh, you know, just enjoy life, man. Each and every single day. Represent the Heat. Represent yourself. And uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out on uh, theheatindex.buzzsprout.com, Apple Podcasts, your Victor Stream, whatever's clever. Hunter, thank you so much. I've been Timothy Cybers. This has been Hunter, and this has been The Heat Index. We'll see you next time.